and welcome to the Homeschooling Family Podcast. Here, we discuss just about everything that comes into play when you're a Christian homeschooling family. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and on today's podcast, I'm joined by Todd Wilson. You can find Todd at The Smiling Homeschooler, as well as Teach Them Diligently and other events across the country as he seeks to encourage families to smile as they rejoice in the awesome things that happen each and every day. Join us today as we talk about homeschooling and marriage and encouraging one another and listening to one another and investing in one another and so much more. You will absolutely come away from this podcast smiling and hopefully with a renewed vision for what God has called you to do and an even greater appreciation for the people you get to do it with. I am so glad you're here. So let's dive right in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Families podcast. I am really excited to have Todd Wilson joining us today. Todd is best known, I guess, as the Smiling Homeschooler. He always encourages moms and dads at Teach Them Diligently and around the country. So, Todd, welcome to the podcast today. Oh, it is so much fun being with you. Well, good, good, good. Now, I know that a lot of your stickers walk around the the exhibit hall and, and the halls of Teach Them Diligently. So what really is your focus and what are you trying to, to really encourage families with while you're out and about? It is just that last little phrase that you used. You know, I just want to encourage moms and dads because, you know, m- all the homeschoolers in a convention setting and the homeschoolers that I meet, they all want to do a really good job homeschooling their kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like it's necessarily my job, um, even though other people feel that way. I don't feel like I need to tell them, oh, you need to work harder because I haven't met a mom who doesn't feel like she's already working as hard as she possibly can. I just want to remind them that that what they're doing really, really matters and mm-hmm. not to miss the important stuff in the midst of it, because that's that's kind of my fear. It's a fear for me, for my wife, and for everybody, every parent I meet, especially homeschoolers, because wouldn't it be a terrible thing if we spent a, you know, a decade homeschooling our kids and we missed our kids in the midst of it? Um, Because it does happen because there are a lot of pressures on homeschoolers. And so I'm kind of like the pressure reliever. I just keep (laughs) reminding moms they're doing okay. And hey, uh, maybe after listening to me, you don't have to do, you won't have to do more. Maybe you get to do less and maybe in the, in all that you'll smile more. And so will your kids. Cause that's really what I want. You know, we started homeschooling cause we thought it was going to be a great thing. You know, we envisioned ourselves smiling. We envisioned our kids smiling and you know, you don't have to be in it very long until no one's smiling right. and you think this is not worth it. Well, it is worth it. And I think there's a way to do it that does bring smiles. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so easy for all of us to get laser focused on our checklist or often, quite frankly, what we think other people expect of us, what they what you know, we put all these shackles on ourselves that are from outside of our home that we really do miss the joy in this great call that God has given us and the privilege. I mean, we have the single best job on the planet. We get to to teach our children diligently. We get to hang out with them and get to know them on such a deep level. We get to continue learning. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, but what have you found as you've talked to moms and dads has been some of those those things that that really make them stumble, that make them lose their focus on just the awesomeness of what they get to do and the life they get to live. 
Well, you know, I think it used to be back in the day when homeschooling started, it used to be that we got all this pressure from outside the, the group. You know, yeah. it was the world saying, oh, you're you know, you can't you can't do as good as we can. And and it was all that pressure. You know, it was from in-laws and parents and aunts and uncles and maybe even friends and people at church. I think that's changed a little bit. I mean, obviously in the last year, I mean, the whole world that was against homeschooling said, hey, okay, we can do it now. We believe in it, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, we should remember this because next year they're they're going to forget that. And they're going to say, no, you need to put your kids back in. Um, But I think now the pressure comes from within the camp, you know, Mm -hmm. that it is, it's all those homeschool blogs that we listen to. It's all the, sometimes even the, the homeschool co-ops that we're a part of or the social media that we, we partake of. And we hear that our, you know, our friend next door, they're teaching Latin roots and, and they're just all giddy about Latin roots. And we think Latin roots, you know, I can't even get my kids to, to brush their teeth twice a day. And, uh, and so we feel all this pressure. We begin to look at our family like they're the enemy. We look Mm -hmm. at our kids and we think, you know, if you would just be better, this would be more fun. You know, if you would just because all the other kids in the whole world, they're all obedient to their mothers. You know, they're all they all care about spiritual things and you could care less. And we look at our husband that way and we think, you know, they're all spiritual leaders and look at you. You don't even lead us at all, which Mm -hmm. is a total lie. And I think, you know, the enemy has really used those lies until they begin to sound like they're coming from our own heads, you know, mm-hmm. and those, and those words become ours. And, and really, I think it is, you know, when Satan, I, I think when he tempted the first homeschooler, and of course, Adam and Eve were the first homeschoolers, because that's what they did. When he said to them, and they didn't have kids at the time, you know, he, he caused doubt to enter Eve. Like, are you sure God really said that? Did he really say that? I think he's been doing that ever since. I think we hear mm-hmm. in our heads, are you sure you're not going to mess them up? Are you sure you're doing it right? Are you sure you're capable? And again, my fear is that moms, not only does it steal our joy, but eventually it, it erodes our resolve. And we say, I can't do it. You know, somebody else should do it, but I can't. Everybody else can do it, but I'm not capable. And, and that's yeah. sad to me because the truth is God knew exactly the mother your kids needed. And hmm. he gave them you. And that's a, that's a, powerful truth, which really, honestly, and, and, and I always say this so boldly, and my wife's like, oh, you can't say this in general, you know, across the board statements. But the truth is, all moms feel that way. All moms feel like they're messing up. I mean, Leslie Nunnery feels like she's going to mess up her kids. I don't know why that is. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell. I know it. But it's so, it's so interesting to me because, you know, there's that that feeling that we can't let anybody know because if we say we don't like homeschooling or we don't like our kids, they're going to think something's wrong with us. And there are times where we don't like homeschooling. We don't like our kids. And that's not a sign that you're, that you're off. It's a sign that you're doing something good because good Mm -hmm. things are hard. And that's just the, that's just the truth. So I don't know what the question was at the beginning, but there we are. <laughs> well, well, Todd, let me ask you this. Since this is a universal, according to you now, you know, you can't prove it for me, but since us moms, right. you say, um, really do struggle with this, which we do. Every single mom out there was shaking her head. Yes, this is something that Satan tries to, to trip me up with. You know, let's talk to what... 
you know, as a guy, and maybe you can talk to the dads a little bit here. So moms go grab them. But, um, you know, what are some of the things that you have found that really, you know, this is a team effort. This is a family effort. And, and, you know, how can, how can dads really get involved in helping the moms not trip up over this? That's a great question. Um, because, and it's not that hard really. And, and I'm not, I'm not um, uh, trying to stereotype, but I think moms are more prone to believing the lies. You know, Mm -hmm. they really are. I think dads, you know, we don't believe that we're, moms always believe the lie that they're worse than they really are. Dads believe the lies that they're better than they really are. (laughs) Um, But I think we play such a huge role because there are times where my wife will say to me, she goes, you know, I'll say, and this is like coming back to school. I, I could, I could show you this picture. I took it of my wife. She's sitting in this chair, all in this kind of fetal position. This is the first day of homeschooling, 2021. And you know, I <laughs> often ask her, I say, "So, how's school going?" She'll say, "Pointless." You know, what's the point? I'm not. They're not learning anything. They don't. Hey, they don't like it. You know, we should put them in school. And I'm like, "Oh, you don't really mean that." She goes, "Yes, I do. I mean it this time." But there are times where I say to her, honey, that's a lie. You know, Mm. you're not believing the truth. The truth is you're doing an amazing job. Our kids are better off. They get a head start just being in our home. And you know them better than anybody else. So I think dads can begin by just reminding our wives of the truth, you know, Mm -hmm. and saying it out loud, not just, you know, because sometimes we husbands, we reinforce the lie. You know, and we'll say, they'll they'll say, oh, you know, our son Josh, he's not reading where he's supposed to be. He's, he's in fourth grade and he's only reading at a second grade level. And then we husbands, instead of saying, oh, who cares? They're going to get it when they're get it. You know, he's amazing. You're doing a great job. He's going to get it. Don't worry about it. Instead of saying that, we say, oh, really? Do you think we should have him tested? Mm-hmm. And what that immediately does when the wife hears that, she thinks, you're right. I have failed them. Um, and so I think we husbands can be, we should be the encouragers. If we can do nothing else, we should encourage our wife on this journey. You know, for one, we dads need to know why we homeschool. Um, Mm. and that's why I'm such a big proponent of homeschooling conventions. I think moms, uh, cause I'm going to pretend I'm going to, I know the truth that most of the listeners are moms right now, but ladies, you need to get your husbands to come to the convention. You know, just tell them it's going to be like a date. And then I'm I'm like using little air quotes here. Make it worth his while for coming, you know, have a fun time, you know, go out to dinner. Uh, Don't just talk about homeschooling. Talk about other things. Tell them you want them there. And then because I have seen so many men who are not too sure about homeschooling because, you know, men come into it. Not thinking about it like you did. You know, I'm going to guess, you know, I don't know about you and David, but, I, you know, a lot of most wives, they start researching it. They hear about it. Mm-hmm. They, 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 And husbands don't even think about it. And the wife goes, so what do you think about homeschooling? And they're like, you're kidding me, right? You know, <laughs> and that and and so and but I've heard of so many guys who come up to me and say, you know, I. I, I wasn't really on board with this homeschooling thing, but this my I came to this convention with my wife. I heard you speak. I heard some other people speak. I saw all these surrounded by all these homeschoolers, and I'm on board now. So yeah. you want to get your husband on board, and then for the husbands, I say you encourage your wife. You think of as many ways 
as you can to do it because she needs lots of encouragement. It's not a one-time thing. It's mm -hmm. an all the time thing. It's in the low times. It's in the high times. It's, you know, writing little notes and saying on a little sticky paper and saying, thanks for teaching our kids. I sure appreciate it, man. Yep. Or it's well, pretty, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's just being seen that yeah. for the wife, just to know that she's being seen that, you know, all this stuff, because I, for a lot of, of homeschool moms, everything that we do is within the confines of our own house. And so a lot of ladies have such a burning desire to make a difference and to do all these things and, and different seasons, they're going to have different opportunities, which is a hard lesson that all of us have to learn, um, to wait for God to open those doors, but to just know that what you're doing right now, the way you're serving, the investment that you're making, the impact that you're making is actually seen by the single most important person to you in this on the planet is a massive, massive help to the heart of a homeschool mom. Mm, that was really good. That was really good, Leslie. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, and I think that is that, that was just I don't even have anything to say. That was so good. OK, so, <laughs> well, do, so do that, too, husbands. <laughs> so let's go let's go back to the the couples and the homeschool convention thing because I did want to follow up really quickly. Um we have seen through the years, you know, we at Teach Them Diligently produce events, of course, and we offer something for the entire family. And we've seen this shift, and it's a glorious shift from when we started every member of the family came and our children's programs were packed and the team. And that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And that's why we offer it. But through the years, we've seen more and more families use this as a couple's retreat. And they are, they are going away to really strengthen their marriage, strengthen their resolve, strengthen their vision, really invest in each other for two and a half, three days of quiet at a nice hotel in a nice surrounding where they have no other responsibilities. And the impact that that is making on families is really hard to overstate. Um, because not only do the guys get the perspective, like you were talking about, of the mission of homeschooling, and they really buy in deeply like some of our some of our TTD dads are more you know adamant about homeschooling now even than the moms are because they are so engaged but you also are seeing the the relationship between husband and wife strengthened in a way that I think a lot of families don't even recognize that they need to be I agree <laughs> I, I totally agree um in fact I don't and this sounds a little harsh I don't even know why you'd want to take your kids to homeschool convention <laughs> You know, because and I have taken my kids and my kids always love it. Um, but I, I love when it's just my wife and I, you yeah. know, especially. And I think that's the the beauty of uh, a convention model like TTD has done um, because they've made it a destination location. It's not just, uh, you know, uh, at a big church somewhere, which is fine. I think that's a great thing. But it's so nice to be able to come to a hotel that you're maybe inside of it or you're real close to it. And it's just a perfect opportunity to pack your suitcases and spend a couple days of being married again. And there will mm -hmm. be times where you'll, you'll split up and you'll go look at the microscopes, you know, and listen to a workshop or do a dad's breakfast um, while your wife goes and does something else. But it's so great to be able to come back and to talk about those things. And I think, again, dads, you get to that opportunity where you sit down at lunchtime and 
she opens up her brain and spews it all over the place of all these mm -hmm. things. And you get the opportunity to be in her knight in shining armor and to listen and to go, you know, I think that's a really good idea. I think we should try that. And uh, I, I just can't go on and on and on uh, enough about the um, great benefits of an actual in-person homeschool convention. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Um, and, and I was thinking as you were talking about the, the brain spew there just a second ago as a mom and, you know, I, we joke, we only have four children, which, you know, in, <laughs> in most circles where they're like, what in, you know, the homeschool world, it's like, you only have four. Well, they, um, they, they do the same when they, they come up to me and go, I only have 12 children. You know, I know. <laughs> And then they go into the whole details. Like I wanted more. We had, you know, we have two in heaven and, and they go on and on and on. And I'm like, you don't have to, you don't have to explain this to me, man. I don't care how many kids you have. Okay. So you only have four kids. We, we only have four and I'm going to spare you all the details, but, um, but you know, with four children and right now our kids are 21 to 14. So our life is crazy full of activity and new people being brought around and all kinds of stuff going on and changes. So when I am able to sit down with like girls, I, I do. And it, yes, okay. <laughs> yes, it's a whole new world for us. Um, my two oldest are boys. And yes, okay, yes, okay. indeed. I knew when um, you were saying new people, you didn't mean just like, I was you know, trying new to guy. So okay, go ahead. <laughs> So, but it is, there's so many distractions and so much activity. And if you have littles, there's constant physical draining activity. And so when you are able as a couple to just sit down and David and I have proposed or have been big proponents for years of taking retreats. We do, we go away often and have, even when the kids were young, grandma and grandpa are perfectly capable of keeping those kiddos, but go away where you can just be together because that's going to give give mom the chance to unwind. It's going to take her a little while to get out of mom mode. But then once she's able to think clearly, the depth of your conversation is going to be so much greater. And you're going to get so much more insight into each other's heart and way of thinking than you ever can with all the disruptions and, and interruptions of your normal every day in your home life. Um, so it's just a great time to really, really deeply connect with the person you fell in love with all those years ago anyway. Um, but you don't always have as much time you know, in the midst of everything else to, to connect on that level. I will second that again. And, and I'm just going to encourage the moms listening too, because I know there's this thing, because my wife feels this sometimes too. She'll say, well, I don't want to leave the kids. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, because, and, you know, maybe we'll be leaving with something, some group or some people, and they may let them watch something we don't want them to watch, you know, or, you know, they're going to say something that we may not, who cares? You know, yep. you and your husband need that time away. And ladies, I, I know your husband would love it. I know he would love it. Um, and, but sometimes he's afraid to mention it to you because you'll shoot it down. You'll say things like, oh, we can't go away that long or that's too long. You know, I've got the, the, can I just encourage you to trust God with your children and say, when your husband brings it up, or if he didn't bring it up, maybe you should bring it up and say, hey, like a homeschool convention or just that, that couple night getaway that is so, so beneficial. Um, but he's wanting you to want to be with him more than he wants you to be with your kids. Yep. Well, and I will, I'll give kind of the counterpoint, the other side of that. David and I have been married for 
almost 23 years now. And one thing that I didn't know as a young mom that I do know now that I really wish that I had known was when I hedged, when I was when reticent to go off, reticent to leave, reticent to take his his whims and his romantic ideas and just dive right in with both with both feet. That really it really hurt his feelings. It really degraded his value. It, it made him less valuable to me in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I just encourage all of you to remember that it is so critically important that that foundational relationship that God created first, well before you had kids. I mean, without it, you don't have the kids. So continue to invest in that and prioritize that. Your children are safe in God's hands, whether you are right there with them or not. And there's nothing that's going to happen, you know, as far as you know, what they watch or whatever that is going to undo all of the the things that you do with them day in and day out. So um, I would even go a step further and say, you know, if your husband is maybe not totally on board with homeschooling, sometimes that's because we husbands think mm. you like homeschooling more than you like us, or that you even like your children more than you like us, because we husbands are selfish. We want you to like us more than anything. And when, so like a convention, when you take your husband along and leave the kids behind, even though it might be a little hard for you, that speaks volumes to your man. It does. It does. And just, it is a great privilege and it's a two-way street. So it's a great privilege for us wives to get to encourage and, and let dad know that he is still the most important. He is still the one who, who gets us excited and makes us running to do all the things better. And it's, it's just very easy to get, get so wound up with the day-to-day, the math, the English, the discipline, the teaching, the this, that, and the other, um, the cleaning, the dishes. I mean, I could go on and on and on with all of the things that are in your head all the time, moms, because it's in mine all the time. So you have to just really make a point to close all those tabs long enough to invest in him really every day, but take those special times when they come along and be excited about them. I promise that although your heart will break as you take them over to grandma's or wherever and you leave them and you just are so sure that they're just not going to make it, they're going to probably be super excited. And then I always found that as soon as I shut the door behind me and got in the car, it was like, huh. I lived through that. Let's go. Let's do this. Yes. And then you enjoy it and you miss your little kids and then you get back and they just jump right back in where they were. And you're like, why did I even miss you? You know? Well, and then you actually, I always found that, that like, as we were driving back, my arms would start aching for him. I was so ready to, you get a renewed excitement, even about the little things with your kids. It's just good all around to, to set that time aside for your marriage relationship, because it helps on every single level. Yeah. And really it's kind of a a lead into, you know, the, the other part of, um, homeschooling and and what I want to encourage you moms listening is is not just for your husband but for your children as well because you know those same little breaks um, that you need to see your kids other than just your students for that semester mm-hmm. you know and sometimes we can get so focused on math English and social studies or what other the other things you've added that we that we miss we miss the part that we're going to remember forever 
Because when you get to the end, you're not going to think of math. You're not going to care about math and what you covered. And, but you're never going to forget those wonderful moments of reading on the couch or laughing or being angry or whatever, those parts that, that we get to have when we're, when our kids are educated at home. Yep, absolutely. And it's those in-between times that are so life-giving and life-impacting for the long haul. That's those teach-them-diligently moments when you walk, when you talk, when you sit down. Um, and and we get so busy in the minutia of our checklist and the things that we think we need to do that we completely jump over those in-between moments. And those are the times that are most worth our investment and are, are really pouring out our heart. I agree. I agree. And those are the ones, you know, that, 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 uh, we have to be pretty intentional, especially if you're Mm -hmm. like that type A personality who likes to get things done. Um, we just, uh, did a, we wrote a little booklet, uh, last year called, um, how to choose relationship when there's so much to do. And we had a whole bunch of them and thinking we were going to take them on the road with us. And we didn't. (laughs) Um, uh, but you know, it's that, that idea that, um, Letting some of those things go that you think have to be done when you get to that that point of the when you get to a crossroads in a relationship, like, mm-hmm. you know, even a, in, a, in a typical day of homeschooling um, where we're thinking, OK, we got to get through the curriculum. We got to get through this. And our kids interrupt us with silly questions or, you know, silly uh, ideas. And we kind of plow through missing the best part. Yep. So true. It's so, and and then those days happen and you look back and you're like, I don't even know where any of the time went because during those times when you could have really been engaging on a deeper level, all that I find that I do, so this is confession time, is I'm thinking, how do I get this back on track? How do I get this back on track? How do I get back? You know, and we miss, we miss those precious, precious moments. If we do not start our day and this loops right back to how you start your day, start your day, laying that on the altar and asking God to direct your thoughts, to direct me, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. May my interactions, I mean, I've got a whole prayer guide for, for how you pray for your children and how that's going to direct your day. So many ways to really be intentional about the way that you approach those moments because those are the moments that you and your kiddos are going to remember and your husband for the rest of your lives. Because it's really a very fleeting time. I mean, you mm-hmm. said your oldest is 21. How You said your youngest was 14. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yep. You know, and when you're in the midst of it, you know, when we first started coming to the TTD uh, conventions, you know, your kids were little. They met us at the right. door and unpacked boxes and how quickly that goes. But when you're in that little kid time, you think it's going to last forever. It hardly takes a blink of an eye before it's almost over. And so, uh, you know, these are the, these are the years that you want to take advantage of that being in the same house. Cause really this homeschooling thing, I believe it was not a, not just a choice you made or a calling that you felt. It was really a gift by God to yep. force a mom and kids together because otherwise, you know, wouldn't it have been nice to get a lot done, you know, every day and put your kid on a bus or all your kids on a bus and then see him again at three 30, you know, and just think of how much fun and how much you could accomplish. And we would have done that had God, God not really forced us into this position 
yep. of saying, hey, no, your kids are going to be with you. And I'm so, so thankful he has. And we're hearing those stories right now. And you've heard them too, Leslie, you know, moms who have been forced into homeschooling because of this COVID thing. And I just talked to one today. I mean, I was talking to the lady down at our town hall and she goes, are you the Todd Wilson who speaks at homeschool? And I'm like, I am. And she goes, well, and I said, are you a homeschooler? She goes, well, we have been for since this year started, you know, or the end of last year. And she said, but we're going to keep doing it because it's been a great thing. And I'm thinking, how awesome is that? So, you know, but she's been given a gift. No question. And it's during those fleeting moments when they're young that you're actually building the relationships that are going to be so stinking cool when they're teens and young adults and older because when you listen and when you care and you engage with those little littles and all the mind-numbing things that they want to talk about then you're the first person that they want to talk to when they're older and those things aren't mind-numbing anymore they're really interesting and important and you know, so just never lose sight of the fact that you are building the foundation for relationships that are going to be amazing as your kids yeah, get older. Yeah. And you're giving them other relationships as well, because yep. as your kids get older, they become best friends, um, mm-hmm. not because of some little trick you did, but just because those are the only friends they had at home all day long. Yep. And our kids, we've seen it now, our, our oldest kids are our best friends. They do everything together. And when they have time without us, they get together and do their own thing. And that is so cool. And I believe that is only because we homeschooled our children. Yep. I would agree. Cause you can't, you can't manufacture that without the time to invest in it. And homeschooling gives you that time. Well, Todd, we are actually out of time now. So thank you so, so much for joining us. Is there anything or any way, any resources that our families can get um, that we'll be linking to below or anything that you wanted to tell them about before you head out? Well, I would just say that uh, if you're a homeschooling mom and you find yourself not smiling as much as you would like to, or your kids not smiling as much as you'd like to, that you would just come over and visit us at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. You can find us on Facebook and uh, be a part of our community. Um, you know, we don't we don't have any we don't have all the answers. We just remind you and point you to what really really matters. Yep. Well, we appreciate you doing that. And I know you're going to be with us at Teach Them Diligently this year. I didn't look ahead. I should have. But uh, which ones are you planning to come to? Two of them. Okay. <laughs> That's all, all right. I know. Now, I know. Look, check I the website about- to see which ones. <laughs> I was thinking about that right before we went on. I'm like, oh, she's going to ask. And I can't remember. Yeah. We're going to be well, I should have checked. This Somewhere. is on me. So, like um, so definitely... Definitely check out the Teach Them Diligently website and see which of the two magical conventions uh, Todd Wilson will be at. Because uh, you and don't we are going to be there. We are going to be there. Yes. Yep. I really do no believe. And it's so, so important that we get together. We encourage one another. We, we live in community because God didn't create his body to function alone. So uh, I hope that we'll be able to see all of you there. Um, and so Todd, again, I thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks and for, for everyone me. else, absolutely. For everyone else, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently. 
So we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events. And then throughout the year, when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community, check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.